Peer Pressure Podcast. This is Monica. It's B. And we are now here with DJ Goldilocks. That, that, that's the motherfucker. Okay. I need that sound clip. I need y'all to know, you know what I'm saying? I can do the live shit. I'm an MC. I'm giving you whatever you asking for. Hire her for the drops. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get these, let me do they drops. Oh I'd be so serious. Like, please tell me how you want to say it. But we're not giving the sauce away for the free. Mm-hmm. Hey, I and I want and I want to get into that how you was talking about uh, oh, I did the rant how yeah how your rant was about okay. um, a good rant. What, what 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 was it you were basically saying paying homage pay your dues yes Ooh, okay yes. I want to get into that we're gonna get into something that. I'm these, not, I'm not these SoundCloud rap I'm not doing that days yeah, yeah I'm not gonna forget so DJ Goldilocks Goldilocks first I want to say I want to start off with where are you from. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, Aww. she's thinking that. That probably got relaxed. <laughs> Come on, tell her where you're from. Right. Where you from? Where so, you what brought you to Texas? Um, Katrina. Okay. Um, uh-huh. My mother was a nurse at the time, and we originally started off in Arkansas after they, they put us on the plane and they sent us to Arkansas. Um, so, we didn't know where we were going on the plane. Um, and then we landed in Arkansas on the Army base, stayed there for like two years. Not the Army base, but we moved into a town. Yeah. And uh, my mom was a nurse at the time, and she moved to Louis. Well, she moved to Frisco, but worked in Louisville. Mm. So she moved us down to Frisco mm. and uh, graduated from school in Frisco. You was mad when you moved out here? Um, you know, <laughs> no, you I was yeah, grateful when you, moved, when you moved from New Orleans. Um, no, I was mad at the situation that I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, being a 12 year old in that space mm-hmm. and seeing all those types of different things I was mad at that situation more than I was mad at um, me moving elsewhere my mama wanted to move to California so I was glad I moved to California because I was scared that shit was going to drop off you know the United States Same. oh my god you sound like a friend of mine <laughs> back then she said the same thing I did not want to move to Cali so I'm, I was grateful not to be in Cali you know but Arkansas got earthquakes too come to find out so I mean, they might need they little but you know, that's weird that's crazy so after you uh, graduated from high school, what made you choose PV? What made you go to PV? Um, PV chose me. <laughs> That's always grade. the case. <laughs> you know, because we're a land-grant institution, and so um, we kind of have this thing where we accept those who are not necessarily ready for college type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I applied to Clark, and I applied to Jarvis um, Christian College, and I applied to Southern Mm-hmm. And I applied to UNT, mm-hmm. and originally I wanted to go to school for music. So UNT, so was I wanted to choice. go to UNT mm-hmm. for real, but UNT was like, nah, nigga, not today or tomorrow. Like, yeah, um, so I sent you. No, and I'm, I'm well, I, I made a 24 on my ACT, but I didn't take the SAT. Oh yeah, see in Texas, SAT was a big thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The ACT, I, hate I did both. ACT was I, I did both. ACT was. I got a high school high. score on the ACT. For real, mm. for real. ACT is easier, so I took that, and I don't really like school, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to go um, for experiences, definitely, because my true. mom wanted me to go, but I didn't want to go for history originally, like which is crazy. <laughs> and I really wanted to go for music because I played clarinet. And, oh, um, so you're band. Yes, you're thinking, I'm a band bitch, I'm nerd, a bro. I'm about to be like, uh, well, not, I'm about to say Stump the Yard, not Stump the Yard. What's the drum move, drum line? line. She's like, yeah. But I didn't, do, I didn't do show band. I did core style marching. So okay. I marched like, okay. like yeah. we, we heal toast. Yes, yes. yes. Not me. Hitting that side. Hit. Drive the drive What's that little side thing, thing you got to be doing? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Turn and pivot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I went, you know. That's what, in high school, I did that shit. But after I got out, I was like, you know, this whole thing is not... <laughs> no, I'm not going to even tease something. Yeah, 
So you was in the band at PV? No, I was not in the band at PV. I that was in the band in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I stopped playing. I stopped playing clarinet in the ninth grade, and I switched over to being a color guard. Okay. Okay. So, so you was throwing the guns and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot going on. Like I've always had a lot too much going on. That's okay. not never too much. That probably really prepares you for life early on. Though, really kind of learning how to manage various things at one time. Which I'm not even gonna say that because I did a lot of shit too. But, um, I still can't manage shit. But <laughs> but you know what? It gave me the adrenaline to be able to still get shit done. Like even though I was a procrastinator, I got shit done. Though it was right. at the last minute. Nerves fucked off, but and got it done. Yeah. Prime product too. Like nothing but the best. Like, so what can you say? Three things PV taught you. All, all of us. We're going to start off with you. Keep black and white. Always keep black and white. Okay. <laughs> everything. It don't matter if it's your student ID. Get a photocopy of your student ID. Print everything. Um, Hustle. Okay. Um, everybody got to hustle at PV. Mm-hmm. Whether you selling okay. snacks out your dorm room. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I sold snacks in Building 47. Like, so like I had the boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Hmm. I can't think of a third one. Yes, you can. You mm-hmm. got hustle. Keep black, black and white. Third and, thing. Um, it taught me how to cook. Cook. Fact. For sure. Mm-hmm. Big, what about you? Three things PV taught me. I'll say for sure, you know, how to maintain my own, how to grind. Okay. Um. Okay. I literally had like all three in my head. <laughs> um, the second thing PV taught me what it is to be black, what black excellence is, mm. black culture. That's because I want to say culture. The culture was probably the strongest thing. I thought I knew who black was, what justice for our people was, but going to PV really taught me like, bitch, you are black and you are very black. And even in my appearance, like that shit changed too. So I'm thankful for that really influencing me. And then lastly, I'm thankful for the PV for the sense of community. I've never, that was truly uh, I think it's a black even though it, it's still somewhat segregated because you know how black people do you'll I, you'll never really experience anything else like a HBCU experience family. in your life family, family being held family. accountable as family damn that's I think that was mine See, I took uh, every <laughs> piece of y'all's was mine so mine was mine one was hustle which I already knew how to hustle before I came to school yeah. but it's like like I tell everybody all the time, like one thing I fucked up on was not understanding. I understood the monetization, monet- how to monetize the internet early before a lot of people, but I didn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. Cause like everybody knows me for selling shit on the internet. You know what I'm saying? You she know was how I first, when I first met met Snap you, saw you selling. No, no, I think I met you buying books back. We did the buyback program with Bell Tower one yeah, year, and yeah. I, that's when I first met. Like I seen her, I made like a lot of money off of them niggas too. I did. I made like five. <laughs> I made like five hundred from them. For real? Yeah. I made like three. That's it though. Yeah, I might, but I, you know, what I'm saying I, I did a little, I did a little jug on the side, so I really made like a thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But boom, boom. One hustle, two was family because like now going to PV, I have so much like so many people that honestly mm-hmm. I can say really are my family. Like more stuff. We, blood. Yeah, really like, we blood. fed each other. We, you know, what I'm saying we did that family, and then 
what black excellence, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciate being, even though you know what I'm saying, even though people say African black, it's different. It, it is being black it and is. being African is two different things. Mm-hmm. But just period, even being black and African, I appreciate it both. Mm-hmm. And I seen just you know what I'm saying. The culture in you know, black culture, like you said, yeah, all of it, so many different yeah. shades, so many different. I mean, and not even just black people being there, but to see it, and that's the difference. A PWP, you're looked at. Okay, you walk in a room, you black, and I know mm-hmm. they feel like I went to UNT for a semester, and I felt like that. You know, what I'm saying right. being the only black girl in political science, and, but versus when you see how minorities, us being black, treat the minorities of our school. When you have Asian students and um, mm-hmm. Middle Eastern students mm-hmm. who are getting full ride mm-hmm. scholarships, just you know, same thing as we. Would going to a predominantly white institution and just that culture about how accepting we are. You saw them in different type of shades of people, even like the whole soccer team, soccer team, that whole situation. Y'all remember that shit that mm-hmm. went on? Inform me. Y'all remember when when I tell you I was in the shell? I was in the shell. So basically, it was basically this, um, I guess she was she was a white girl, whatever. Everybody like you know she was cool. Oh, she did black girl. Yeah, okay, okay, got Put you, on right. a little you know black little charcoal mask, or whatever, and wanted to be funny. It was like oh, huh, this you know basically when you go to HBC, you be like you know yeah. basically you know, blackface type shit. I remember not even shit. just her just being racist, and you really you have you didn't even grow up to have that type of like hee hee ha ha. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in reality, y'all love black culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why your your white ass is going here now. You know what I'm saying? And she basically ended up having to leave the school or whatever, just because she didn't. She told me she didn't understand the seriousness of it. She didn't know blackface the history. But can you really blame her because they're not teaching that shit in school? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's true. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I know what black folks was I got older. Like, see, yeah, see what I'm saying? Facts. A lot of black history we didn't know besides Carver and some peanut butter, Rose in the bus, Martin Luther King had a dream. Mal- Malcolm X was Malcolm a shooter. Was Langston a shooter. Yep, Langston Hughes. Yeah, they give you a little bit of you know, one nigga out of every yeah. category. Like, okay, it's gay, only something. one of you niggas. No, only you niggas, okay. One of some million. This ain't no season all. We ain't giving it all to you. We give you a little, a little, little salt here, a little pepper here, a little, 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, he didn't flick the wrist. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? He fell down. That's that fly forearm finesse. So when, okay, going to PB. So when did you start DJing? What really? What influenced you to say I want to be a DJ? Um, I was talking about this earlier. I listened to Candlestick. Um, he's a chopped and screwed DJ. So I started off doing chopped and screwed music. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, that had me asking her, was she from Houston at first? I was like, oh, so you're from the age. And uh, I started off, I saw 4.0 actually. And, and uh, at the time, my, my ex boyfriend, like, shout yes, out to Big Sis, though. Forward, 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 shout legend. out to Big Sis, um, doing her thing. Like, I love you, babe. Um, anyways, um, so, um, where, the, where was I? You didn't leave that in there. You talking about the evolution? Leave that in there. Jazz, you're going to be able to play yeah, the podcast soon. Thing. Just yeah. wait. <laughs> anyway, uh, you was talking about the evolution of you becoming a DJ. So what heard. brought you into you saying, hey, I want to be a DJ? I heard I heard Candlestick's per- uh, channel Purple, excuse me. And um, I was like, Ocean. damn, I, I like this hoe. I fuck with this hoe. Like, it gives you another um, way to view music. Um, and so I was like... I really fuck with Chopper and Screw music from now. I started fucking with Chopper and Screw music from now. And I really thought it was Slim K for like years on years mm-hmm. until I became kind of, um, they had this fan group. Mm-hmm. Like the Chop Stars had a fan group and like it was me and four of the other, their other fans in it. Like, and we was chopping up with these niggas like 
you know, at least twice a week mm-hmm. until they set me down and it was like, hey, there's more than just Slim K and Candlestick in this group. There's OG, there's Hollygrove, there's Rucker, there's uh, What It Do, there's like multiple of us. So I started checking out everybody's projects individually. And like chopping the chopping screw DJs, yeah, the chopping mm-hmm. screw DJs. Okay, um, because I really only thought Slim K was the only Slim K and OG and Candlestick were the only three chop stars. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I knew. Like you know yeah. how you don't do your research yeah, first, yeah. and you just yeah. start wearing unks and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's how you consume music. How you consume shit. Yeah, but um, college taught me that too. I'm thankful people for that. Do your research. Right. That's one thing I learned. Right. Oh my god. Because and, and I understood how Google worked. Hello, Google Mathway. Uh, getting off subject, uh, but that that got me into it. So I was like, if these niggas could do this, I could do this too. So I'm about to go. You know, I work. I started working at Waffle House over that summer for a board, like to get my own board. And my mom was like, I'll help you pay for it. Mm. Um, shout out to your mama. Hey, Duke, Duke, Um, but I was like, okay, I'm work. So one of the prominent DJs in New Orleans used to come to my Waffle House. And um, I was like, hey, I want to um, DJ. So he was like, for real? He was like, I got a board. I was like, huh? He was like, I got a, I got a couple boards that I'm not using. So he was like, Wicked God. Hello? When he walked <laughs> oh, through the, on the cloud. Oh, yeah. But he pulled up the third time he had the board in his truck. And I just was like, he was like, go look in my truck. I was like, I'm not going to your truck. Like, he was like, right, go look like, in my truck. Mm-hmm. So I went to the truck and he had a board there. We talking about a $600, $700 board, like just in his truck. And he gave it to me like, I don't, you know, and oh, that. GP. Or in Dane. And I really had to start doing my thing then. Like, I'm not just going to. Yeah, get something. And for free? For the free? That expensive? And mama was about to come out of her pocket and. You see how the the universe universe works. You having faith, you having somebody else having faith in you, and then boom. And you really taking Mm -hmm. it and pushing it to the full full potential. True. So after that, it was just go time. Um, it wasn't go time. It wasn't. Um, I did my first chopping screw was say yes by Floyd Tree, and that was horrible. And then mm-hmm. I put, it was, boy, I, I got it in, on private mode and on SoundCloud, so nobody can hear it ever. Please let us hear it. Hell no. Yeah, you. <laughs> please let us hear it. When I tell you it was bad, I'll let so y'all hear it. SoundCloud DJ? I, I did. Well, I mean, until I started being whole ass niggas. Yeah. Y'all some whole ass niggas. I'm just saying. Yeah. Y'all sound, there's no way to monetize off of it. Hold on, let me Not sure. even about the money, bro. It's not about the money. Anything you put up, I'm a DJ. It's my job to play shit that's copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. They need to make a separate sound call for DJs mm-hmm. because I just put up a mix like uh, two months ago and they took that hold on because it's booming, yeah, booming. Because like I had YG Big Bank on there because they want to find because they want they don't want you to find no way to monetize off their shit. Uh, yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's smart. the artist really though. I wouldn't even say it's sound class the artist. No, it's the labels. It's the labels. It's the labels. The labels. It's yeah, the labels. the labels control the artists. Yeah, it's definitely. And labels. then. I mean, sometimes they got their own. The artists have their own agenda, but more more likely than not, it's the, it's the labels controlling it. But it's at the same time, like 
Just make a separate. They we have mixed cloud too, but nobody uses mixed cloud. Like, mm-hmm. do y'all know what that is? Nope. Nobody. I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. People kill me for this, but I, nobody fucks with sound. People do not fuck with SoundCloud. Not no more. People mm-hmm. fuck with YouTube. YouTube is YouTube is fifty five percent of the digital streaming. That's where it comes from. It's YouTube, Facts. not even from Apple. Fifty five percent comes from YouTube. So niggas is not really fucking with like SoundCloud and stuff like that like people do. I'm not saying it's a waste of time. I, you know what? I ain't gonna give away my sauce. Yeah, don't give away too going. much sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure like, purpose. Some you gotta talk about Y'all gotta pay for that shit. Pressure yeah. purpose. Yeah. So you got the, the jewels yeah. in this. Brand so, so you went from there, you went on SoundCloud, you started putting up mixes and then it was go time from there. So when did you actually start? Like what was your first booking? Do you remember? Like the first time I bought fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. She was banging at a dude. Actually, I did. God, did, shout out to DJ Tetrix. Um, Tetrix. I was, I was his pal. For real? Yes, bro. I really seen him come. <laughs> like, I really seen his grind. I fuck with him. Shout out to you, Tech, bro. He done taught me some shit. Shout out to you, bro. All the PV DJs have taught me some shit, bro. Like, shout out to all of them. So you been ordained and enjoyed by everybody? Did you ever have any interactions with shows? I have. Okay. That was my first experience at PV touching the... He let me get behind his tables. That nigga ran off on me. <laughs> I said, what the fuck, bro? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you just gonna leave me. He's like, I thought you knew what you was doing. Like, when I, t- and I told him, I said, I thought you was an asshole at first. He said, why would you think that? Yeah. I, I said, because, you know, I don't know you and you like making all these songs and all these songs playing at these parties and whatnot. I think you're celebrity type shit. Let me tell you, when I met DJ Charles, and I'm not going to act like, I don't just know DJ Charles and like that other than him being a DJ. Um, but when I met him outside of whatever that little like Mexican type of club is right there, it was off yeah, of uh, old yeah. 290. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? I don't what know what they, they used to call it. Yeah. We, we me, me and like, I think Simone and Jess, we was all like sitting outside kind of getting some air maybe raining and he came out and uh, he was like in between his ten. he was like how you doing my name is norman you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just like real so smooth and just so down to earth i'm just like damn like this whole time you know we freshmen like hey Charles, oh my god and i had been listening to dj show since i was in high school because my brother went to pv in 09 so like i used to be banging my little kid spectra with it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he's different mixtape little mixtapes and stuff been out that long? yeah, yeah. yeah. Been out a long time mm-hmm. Say I'm running all the time. Yeah. Energy, energy, energy. Stay your ass in line. Yeah. Yeah. Enemy. Yeah. Say I'm running all the time. Yeah. Don't got time to waste no energy. Yeah. Better stay your ass in line. Yeah. Or you're gonna meet the enemy. I try to do the right. Your first booking. Where's the first um, place you got my booked? My first at? booking was in the MSD for Girls Night on the second floor in the uh, in Barroom A. Mm. Wait, what year was this? Um, this was ooh, who was cab director this year? I can't remember. Because I, well, I, I feel Sierra like I was there. Um, I think this was fifteen. 15. Okay. 15, yeah. I ain't start booking yeah. until like 15. Okay. So how was 
experience? Um, it was really dope. I thought that you know how they say PV is a hard audience, and and, and we that are. That is true. Uh, but. I thought like because I, I that was my first time doing something that they was gonna think I was trash. Like everybody was like jamming and everybody was like you know it was like an arts and crafts type deal anyways. But like I got people to dance and stop mm-hmm. doing what they was doing to dance. Like mm-hmm. so it was like refreshing. I was like oh this ain't as bad as I thought it was. Like because I'm scared to get out there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So I was like okay. It fueled you. It worked. It fueled you like it made you be like okay no. no. I didn't have the drive. I'm telling you, you until I moved to Dallas, I did not have no drive to do nothing. For real, I've well, been like. Well, let's talk about that. Graduating and transitioning and moving to the D. How has it like? How has it been so far in the D? And what made you move out here? Um, I had to get away from bad juju in Houston. Um, the market's oversaturated, and um, actually, my girlfriend is living here, so. She was living here before me, so I moved up here. Um, we moved in with her too. Like we moved in, and and that's how that happened. And then I started my sister, who's a singer, um, and she does stuff with her group called Pocketbook. And um, her name is Vic. She was like, "Hey, come here! I'm performing tonight." And I was like, "Okay, bet I don't know nobody." And that was like talking about it, like you know, I was here in my high school days, and we was at the skating ring in Plano. I'm trying to get to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, come out. She introduced me to a couple of DJs. Um, and Miss Black America gave me my first um, gig here. Oh, okay. I follow her on Instagram. Yes. That's that's this. That's this. I love her too dead. Because she, she didn't even know what the hell I sounded like. I could have ruined any vibe they had going. Like, you know what I'm saying? So for her to just be like, hey, I don't know you, but Vic do. Let me go ahead and extend this opportunity to you. That's my love for that. So, yeah. That's real. Anybody who put me on, I can't. I pay homage every single time, you know. So you gotta be paying homage. Talking about paying homage. So (laughs) you had a rant on IG about how, you know, you do you provide this service, you should get paid for this service. Service, and you feel like you have paid enough homage. I.e., you've done enough free events. So why do you feel like people feel like DJing is something that is not worth? the value that you know what I'm saying DJs put it at hmm. why do you feel that way cause people is bold y'all niggas <laughs> you about to get me mad again bro <laughs> so like I feel like people think with anything like artists it's not just DJs I find this with like artists too like poets artists uh, singers when I say artists um whatever they try to get free stuff out of everybody and free stuff is cool right but it comes to a certain point like okay yeah, I'd have done this event for you once or twice for the free now. Like, mm-hmm. the third time, I'm going to start wondering what you're doing with this money. The first time. The first time. Especially if it's an event. If it's an event, I know, especially if it's not a free event, I know that you, you, somebody made some money here. And that's why I don't really do shit because it's like everybody tries to, I'm not going to hire nobody without paying them. Even if I pay you $20, I'm going to pay you something, gas money, Facts. something. And you know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers feel like. Even now, check this, even now, I didn't, there's a been a couple people that's been like, hey, can you come to this event? I don't have money, blase, blase. I said, well, you know what? Just pitching on the gas, you know, I'll come and set up for free, like, you know, DJ for free. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I still do need exposure, but I'm not finna just drop from Fort Worth to Dallas on my And just be stupid. You know what I'm saying? So People expect you to be stupid for your craft yeah. and your time. Mm-mm. If you can't at least throw 30 my way, and I understand you're a, a nonprofit, but you're getting money from somewhere. That's nonprofit. Man, look, I had some of the biggest houses I've seen in my life. 
I asked them what they did, and they said, oh, we run a, run, run a non-profit organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom got a she non-profit, just like shout that. out to Dukes. Yeah, but, but she's not scheming. She doing for the community. Yeah, shout out to Dukes. Real she got a Facts, and there's a difference between not Outreach, yeah, community. and you just exploiting the community. Right. So that's been, like, a big thing for me, like, just telling people, like, look, and I've had to turn down many a gigs, like, at the end of the day, like, Basically, no free free. Basically, no free. I know you, you my nigga. We didn't talked about some shit, and I believe in your vision. Bro, we cool. I'm always gonna support my people and their vision. People who really love you are gonna support you too. Facts. You know Facts. I mean? If this is true love, Facts. genuine support, you not trying to exploit me. Then why not support me? Why not do business with Facts. me? Facts. You right. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm kidding. So, um, current day, because I know you be in music. I be, I be watching. I watch people. I know you fuck with music. You obviously a DJ, so you have to fuck with music. But you fuck with like more than just the mainstream shit. Right. So, can you give me five artists right now that you feel like people are sleep, sleeping on? Mac Miller. That's I just one. listened to his yes, his That's latest one. project. What's the name I don't of the fuck with him? He so involved in, in, uh, in Astro World. Swimming is his newest one. I'm sorry, I'm really fucking with it. And he coming on in concert, and I'm just this. Okay, I'm gonna go listen. I just shout out, no, but shout out to my homie Pete. My Pete been telling me listen to Mac Miller since like 2012. Yeah, that's when I got in like 2012. Like kids, what was that? Donald that, Trump that? shit. I'm gonna take over this world. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I, I don't know if I listen to them. I know watching movies was my was my shit. So he was sitting naked at the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the red backdrop. Yeah, the red backdrop, good AM. I used to really fuck with Mac Miller. Just growing up as a suburban kid and shit. I don't know. It's like he not rapping about being in the streets and selling dope. Because, you know what I'm saying? Realistically, like, growing up, no, I did not. Like, my parents were middle class, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's, I think that's why I really, like, fucked with Mac Miller. He was lyrical on some shit that I could relate to. I'm going to try to go back. So, Mac Miller won. Mac Miller, um, what's two? Give us Two is Sir. Sir, I fuck with Sir. T. Um, three, three. You said five. Five. Yeah, you a DJ. This should be easy. No, it's not. I'm a. I'm. Cause you listen to too much. You yes. listen to too much. Yeah. Um, same here. Same here. Same here. You got your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's. Let's. let's Deep dive. Let's. Uh, let's dive. Let's it, see I did because Mac Miller go hard. I know. I just started this morning. morning. I'm on ladders now. So you sick? Sick? I'm sick. All right, because I've been asleep. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna go listen. And you were saying it the other day. I yeah. said that I don't see. Yes. I don't see what people see. Just like I don't see what people see in Nas, and that's just me being honest. I don't He's see. a horrible beat picker. Horrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's well, horrible. You gotta think about it. He comes from the origins of hip hop, New York. So it's more about being lyrical and painting the picture okay. than it is being catchy with beats and you know what I'm saying it's just hardcore punchlines to the point and you know he's a great articulator he's a he's a, a writer the epitome of what hip hop started out to be you know what I'm saying I just don't know I'm saying I'm not saying he's not good I just don't see no, I know, yeah, him be being high. like but then again I grew up like I tell people like, Wayne was you know what I'm saying yeah. was the, my end all for me so you know what I'm saying the way I conceptualize music is mm-hmm. just different than other people because I, I wasn't a Tupac and Biggie, Biggie motherfucker. Yes. I was a Wayne head, nigga. Wheezy L. Show me what you about. I wasn't a Wayne head until Carter Three. Oh no, I was Wayne. And you that. from the because Carter Three spoke to me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, Carter Two is really slept Carter. on. You gotta think how how old I was too when Carter yeah. One and Two dropped. That yeah, was sure. like yay high. Like when yeah. Carter Three came out, I had been through some shit. Like yeah, so yeah. I Carter Three was amazing. Yeah. The Carter Three, but. 
I didn't fuck with him until then. Carter so 3 is amazing. All right, so you gave us Mac Miller, you gave us Sir. Sir. Um, Smino. Smino, I've never Who's heard of Smino, you didn't send me that. Uh, yeah, send me that too. Damn. I got, okay, I got you. Um, are we doing old or just. It doesn't no matter. Who, who? Most deaf. Okay. Um, and Gold Link. Golden, no, uh, Golden Project, no, Golden's album is really, really good. But people still he sleep, sleep on him. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, like I, I, I do not be, I have not been keeping up with him, so I've been sleeping on. I mean, I, I've heard him before, and I've heard some of his, like you know, what I'm saying stuff, but I haven't been keeping up with him, so I definitely need to check into. Yeah, him and Miguel just came out with a new song. Um, it's good. Yeah, yeah. But did they drop a- all of my bitches free? I can give y'all five right now. Let me give y'all five. Let's go. Of people that people sleep on. One. I'm typing them all in too. I feel like Younger May. Younger May has been really yes. consistent. But um, do you think she slept on? Them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do. I don't they don't realize by her numbers. Though. That, yeah, they don't realize that yeah. she she doesn't have to do a whole lot to make a whole lot. Yeah, Younger May is one. Two is a. Uh, Honestly, somebody that I feel like I went back and realized was so consistent but just fell off off the pedestal, but I feel like it's gonna make a comeback some way, somehow is Kirko Bangs. Very true. Kirko Bangs Kirko Bang no, if you go back to his mixtapes, his mixtapes really work really, really good. Think about Maybe the Houston listen scene to the, the I'm sorry to cut you off. I ain't, I ain't listen to the to his mixtapes. I only yeah. listen to uh Kane. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, so his whole mixtapes, his whole project. The top, I mean, we talk about R and would you you consider him R and B, right? I consider him just an artist. Or, I know artist. Okay. Yeah, like I, I mean, rapper. If I you mean, as far as it, Houston, yeah, I, was I, to I say. would say rapper. Then oh, you I, put him in the rapper category. Yeah, okay. I put him in the rapper category. Yeah. Uh, K Cam for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. K Cam yes. for sure. Dave East for sure. I got, oh, I got yeah. so many. And Buddy, Buddy's new project is hard as fuck. I don't know if you ever heard Buddy. If mm-hmm. you haven't listened to Buddy's new project, that shit good as fuck. B U D D Y. Buddy hard as fuck. Well, you got good service in your house, bro. And I got and a And Adrena Kane. And Adrena Kane. She's somebody new. She only got like 1,500. Yeah. She only got 1,500. I don't think. Yeah. I feel like really. On social media, but her song hard as fuck. Oh, shit. Go listen to that shit. All right. What about you, B? You got any sleepers? People that's people sleeping, sleeping, slipping and slapping. No, because you know lately I've really been on the, I've really been on this kind of going back to the origins. What I feel like music is or was for me, like growing up. So I've really been on a tangent where I've been into oh shit, like I've been listening to Eve, like I've been going through, I've been going through stuff like that. Yeah, yeah Scorpion You know what I'm saying I got Fat Joe What's love on here You know what I'm saying I need to other Like yeah, that's you know hard. But people are slept on But that's sleep Still sleep But that's problems, yeah. Slept on I feel like Ja Rule Is, is a ja rapper Rule. Bro Ja Rule's What happened that, That's why I mean 50 50 happened Oh <laughs> 50, 50 keep on happening. Then niggas get into it like at least twice a year, bro. Probably more than that. I just don't pay attention to it. I don't it. fuck with this nigga on the TV, though. Who? Lil Dicky, bro. I don't fuck with them cartoon ass rappers. Like, I feel like I feel yeah. I fuck with his energy as far as like what he's you bringing to the culture. He's like a Al, uh, what's that nigga name? Al, uh, Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I said Roker too, but I, I know who she's uh, Yankovic or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like one of those day and age, but that Freaky Friday song, I'm sorry, I can't yeah. get with the fact that, that nigga. Yeah, nigga, nigga, that's just not the way. It's like, because it's like you really, that's just the one thing that white people want to be able to say. And like, you kind of paint this yeah. image of like, yeah, oh, well, it was a song because it's like, I woke up black and yeah. it's just the whole, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking with that shit. So, who, who are your favorite artists in Texas? It's favorite Texas artist. Okay. Um, 
Mecca. Mecca, I've never heard. You she's like a soul, like a soul saint. She's from she from like Houston, but she live in Dallas. Okay. Oh, please send me, send me, yeah. send me all. Yeah, you guys send I'm gonna send you, Samina. I'm gonna send you Mecca. Shout out to my sis Vic Honeybee. She's also a soul singer, and they they band Pocketbook. Um, Jason Lyric from Oak Cliff. Um, David Morgan, I have his shirt on right now. Um, no fear. Um, David Morgan is definitely one. Um, Tina, young Tina Snow, go hard on the hoe. Uh, Megan Stallion. Megan Stallion. Megan Stallion really just came the fuck up. Shout out Megan the Stallion, bro. This Megan the Stallion has done She moving, bro. She moving, man. She got so much of Pimpsey energy, like, and that's why I really fuck with her because, like, Pimpsey is another one of my spirit animals. Mm-hmm. Like, so I fuck with her so much because she got so much of his energy and she yeah, does, does it intentionally. Like, I really fuck with her. Um, Let's see. You don't have to give me five. You can give me how many of them. You give that for the people. Um, I said Jason Lyric. I said Jason Lyric. Ty Harris. Um, he's from Oak Cliff too. Um, Khalid or Khaled. Um, Khalid. Yeah, yeah they're on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, son of a bitch. I'm in your way. I'm in your way. If you win it, you know what I'm saying. On the way, uh, black. Uh, that, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, um, what else do I have on the dock? Um, so I see that you have an online thrift store. So tell us a little bit about oh, that. You be thrifting? I do, I do. Yeah, we come and do re- we come and do research. Um, flips hair. So yeah, <laughs> I got that, and um, we just sold our first order like two days ago. What's and, the uh, website? Or I'm getting. I pulled it down. Okay. I pulled it down. You don't uh, know it's on you with you. I do. Like, I have to see right now. You don't know how. I was like, I'm itching to see. So you've you been thrifting like for yourself. Or tell us yeah, about the thrift culture. I mean, I've been thrifting for myself, and I found a plug. And I was like, plug. shit. I know a couple niggas making a highway robbery, killing off of this shit. And I'm finna dip in this pond too. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. we talk about the hustler con, like that that hustler complex, like. I got five different ways to get it. You got to. You know what I'm saying? More than like, five, really. Um, as many as you can get. Entrepreneur, yeah. um, and so um, I was like, I'm going I'm to eat off this bag too. Like everybody else eating off it. And a lot of people compliment me on some of my pieces that I have on. And most of my stuff I get is from the thrift store. Mm-hmm. I don't, I do not, unless it's Target. Let's cut that. I shop at Target. Um, but other than that. Target. Tar- yeah. yeah Target. Target. <laughs> Right, okay. No names, no brands, no Boom, brands. From that little from, red situation store. From the from the uh the bullseye. Um, but everything comes from the thrift store for me. Like and I enjoy that and it gives me a peace of mind. So I'm gonna go thrifting because I understand monetization and thrifting. I understand how much how how you can take these clothes and they're only worth this much and you can make this much. I know how to research that part. I what I don't know how to do is know what's actually worth money. That, well, you gotta go ahead. No, go ahead. You no, go. Nah, no. you come on, cause you the. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an expert at all. So I'm, I'm not an expert either. Yeah, but, that's what I'm trying to understand right now. Then, then I can get into it, cause I'm a money person. I'm a numbers person. If this is X amount of dollars, how many dollars can I make off of this? And I just don't know exactly. When I'm thrifty, I don't know what to look for. That's that's with me. I don't. Sports, do I just look for for what's I would wear, or do I look for what's gonna make no, money? Yeah. And how do I know what's gonna make money? When when I look for my inventory, I look for stuff that I like. 
Just okay. eye catching. That's right. the first, my first thing. Thanks. When I go up a whole aisle, it, the pattern, the colors has to catch my eye to even make me go in there. Cause I literally, you just kind of going down. All, you know what I'm saying? Like I just touch right. and just feel and boom. Oh, oh, oh shit. Hold up. Oh, then just so happy you look at the tag. You're like, damn. Then you start looking. You're like, this like some eighties cut type shit. And, and you fuck around and don't really know. Like, I'm not going to say, I just know a whole lot of the, the brands. Like I've gotten to know, I've, I've gotten to know like some of the brands to really target, but I don't specifically even look for a certain type of brand or nothing it's just about what's eye catch it's a vibe and then you i fuck around and look it up i'd be like damn this is a 79 dollar shirt mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying right. or and that's usually how it happened you don't never know until you pick it up until somebody some people do like, though oh my god mm-hmm. like, i just like literally like been like i've been searching like and i i find like whatever i try not to i keep the worn down stuff for myself um i try to sell like quality as quality as i can um but I keep the worn down stuff. Like these pants were kind of worn down when I bought them. So I kept this for myself. Um, but I I buy like stuff that I know like um, people, staple pieces. Okay. So jackets, mm-hmm. pants, stuff off. you can switch out. Right. Um, and then when I get, when I get bigger and I, as y'all say, into my bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on, get spicy with the lingo. Hello. Uh, I'm going to start using, I'm going to start finding different pieces like shirts mm-hmm. or something like that but for mm-hmm. now I'm just like pants or grabbing grab and go yeah. what you can find see my biggest thing is shirts for some reason when I go I used to kind of like I jackets definitely like during the winter time but I hear y'all is end up getting a lot of shirts well we needed to plan a thrifting day because I'm down with putting yeah, as yeah. much money as I can put in because I'm trying to make that Rock. And I'm trying to keep some shit for myself too and yeah. I got the plug the exclusive shit I got the plug and it's a cheap plug yeah Ooh. yes that's what it's about because a lot Morning. of these little places like I don't try to check out um, over here Texas or whatever hell nah I hated it do y'all feel like the neo soul is like a new way like bitches being, being not bitches people because niggas are too like people so being this like you know what I'm saying this quote unquote woke quote unquote I'm so you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying Same thing with the dashikis yeah. I, th- I think that's always like the neo soul yeah. is it like a neo soul era it's just that it's a hype beast thing just like the whole being a black hippie thing is you know what I'm saying like, you know what I'm saying like the whole artsy vibe niggas don't even know what art is the same shit, everybody do the same thing like the market just so saturated that's why I be saying I don't like to say I'm a poet or I'm this I'm that cause every time I talk to you I don't want to have to talk like this to say that you have Fact. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be real with you. I want to be able to articulate in a way that, like, shit, maybe I just sound damn good how I said some shit, but it's not like I was trying to be a poet. Thanks. You know? Thanks. What do you feel like? Um, the Neo soul, Neo, Neo, Neo. The, I hate the word Neo. I think because I be in my own, I, I really be on my own world, so I really don't pay attention to what people, the trends that people do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's real. And uh, I do shit. I've been on the Neo like, soul way, so like, maybe I'm the the. No, 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 no but you're no. not high beats. You ain't seen yeah, no, the no, earrings. Yeah, and it's genuine. Not to say just be wearing African earrings. Yeah, I be fucking. I'm gonna lie. Fuck with the crystals though. I had to take. I had an onk on my earring. This earring, but my mama put onks on them. I had to take them off. I was like, no. I don't know what that means yet. Yeah, I know what it means, but I don't know what, the, what no, it means. Okay. I haven't identified with it yet, yeah, so I'm okay. not going. I, false, I understand false. because that would be ignorant, and that's what people do a lot of time. People want Ankh next, probably don't even know how to spell Ankh. Hello, I'm telling. You. Tell me how to spell. It's like A N H K. A N H K, I believe, or like A either A H N K or H N A N H K, something like that. But they don't even know how. You know what I'm saying? People don't even know. I'm not sure. People don't be knowing. 
So yeah, like we said, research. School taught us research. research. All right, and another thing I got. So you be in a relationship. Do you feel like that affects you being a, a full time? We're gonna say you're full time because you are full time. You being? Do you feel like your relationship or a relationship affects you being a full time DJ? Because being a DJ means you have you basically a social socialite type person. Do you feel like that affects you know your love life? Nope. Or not your love life, but she love life she, experience. You said you're an introvert. I um no, not not just because of that. That relationship we was talking about earlier, it taught me not to take bullshit from nobody. Um Say that one more time on the back. <clears throat> Don't take no shit from nobody. That the relationship I was in taught me not to take shit from nobody. And so I don't play when it comes to my money. Um and it, when I'm with somebody, they got to understand I'm a very, my mind goes a thousand miles a minute. Um, and so I might want to do this one day and this the next day and that the next day and that the next day. You just have to roll with me, bro. Because you got into this relationship. No, I, I fully let you know who I was. My crazy side, because mm-hmm. everybody crazy. Y'all don't, don't lie. I don't everybody. like the word crazy, though. Everybody I feel like everybody's just different, and everybody's different. different. Everybody has those peaks right. and those and those sparks in there, you know what I'm saying, in their right. emotions. Crazy in is just deeming, deeming yeah. somebody. And I don't think that people are really crazy. I just think you're different in a certain way in your own person. So don't call yourself sometimes crazy. Sometimes people push it, but I, I'm going to say I'm going to say I don't know. Push like it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't affect you because if your partner understands, hey, I'm trying to go here. You know what I'm saying? Are, are you coming with me? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we both don't. I eat. shouldn't have to ask. Facts. Are you going or no? Facts. I shouldn't have said that. If you with me, then I should just assume that we going. Like, what's the, <laughs> why? Why are you around me if we ain't going? But you want to be be sure, like, hey, you know? Are you but why, but at this day age, why are we just being? How do you? 24. 25 25 okay So we are 25 All these status We think so We gonna be saying When we hit turn 50 like, oh, we <laughs> shit, this Baby hadn't even been living But it's just kind of like At this day and age <laughs> Like the relationships living. I don't know if you got to Tune into episode 4.5 But it talked about She was talking about A birthday interview A little baby was saying It's popular to be in relationships mm-hmm. And so I bought at the point That that's always been a thing But it's just kind of like Why are people Do you feel like that That even this day and age being in a relationship or people in a relationship because they see it's maybe like spouse potential or really like this partnership or do you think that people are in relationships because it's comforting and Thank it's just you. a safe you know thing to do convenient thing to do I like playing devil's advocate so I believe both both sides could be the reason okay. um, everything well. is tailored to your specific purpose so I don't I don't know what other people are in relationships for but I'm in a relationship because I want to be um, not because it's cute for the gram because y'all don't, you didn't know I was in a relationship. You didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, Not I according you. to social media. I don't put it. I don't put it out there. And right. she's comfortable with that. Like I'm comfortable. We are comfortable in where we at. Like mm-hmm. she's solid enough to know who she is to me. And y'all not living by these bullshit ass rules and standards. That's what it is. That's why I can't. Me personally, let me get in my bag because bitches know. That's why I can't be in no relationship because you have these made up standards and made up rules that I don't even know. I don't even know where these rules came from. I have to. My question is: Are they even consistent? Because do you do you hold the same accountability for these rules for every every relationship that you're in? No, because when you I have to put you on social media. Who says who? Why more people gonna jump in your shit? Who is social media? Right? You are you paying my bills? You don't know. Now, if you click it on my click funnel and we got some money rolling in, then maybe I care. You know. But at this point. 
And I feel like putting your relationship on social media is makes bad. it worse. Make it worse because then people want you even more. Exactly. That is bad. so true. People be wanting you more when you take it. <laughs> then it's cool living oh, single. single. Hey, I'm glad I got my. Now keep your head up. <laughs> keep your head up. That's right. She can, I bet you she was in the studio going hard. My home girl shooting to my left. And my mom look like she's yeah, going she, Every time she come out, she just be boom, boom. Well, no game. No game. Bust down leave. Man, this was a good episode. Pure pressure by. You had anything? What, what you got coming up? Um, I am working on a mixtape, um, Purple Gypsy. Um, I don't know when it's coming out because it might take another six months, you know, it might scrap it. Um, but Purple Gypsy is going to be coming out. We got the artwork going. I saw it this morning. It's beautiful. Shout out to Shawnee. Um, I need the artwork book. Yes, I'm, I got you on that. Um, I got a couple of them. Um, I don't got no, well, I have a gig lined up next week. Um, for Jenline, she's a songstress. Okay. Um, so check my Instagram out for that. And um, where can they follow you? At Locks the Curator, L O C K S T H E C U R A T O R. Locks the Curator on all sites Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put that thing on Twitter. <laughs> Them niggas was the shit. Yeah, they really, they, they really changed the YouTube words. That was the first people I really started. Yeah, YouTube. Like the first people that I start watching, like on some vlog, on some mm-hmm. funny, funny shit. Emmanuel has and spoken. They were, they yeah. were. Yeah, who else? Spoken reason. Facts. Yeah, they really, yeah, they really changed the game. Shout out to them. You got anything, B? Not really. That was a nice, a nice convo. What's what? What? What do you have? Give us a takeaway. Something to give the people. What would you tell? I don't know. Upcoming young female who's trying to be a DJ in this male dominant industry. What's something? Some kind of word you want to leave with the youth? Um, take your time. Whatever you're doing, take your time. Really digest what you're doing. Really learn and study what you're doing, um, so that you can have every in and out of the business that you're in. Take your time before you put a product out. Um, that's that's my takeaway. My takeaway is be you, be you, nigga. Thanks. That's fuck. I second that. That's true. Fail gumbo. That's true. Jambalaya. Ooh. <laughs> and that is Sorry, pure pressure. Can I get podcast. an invite? Ooh, as long as long as the jambalaya is spicy, baby, it's it's a PWP exclusive. We got the we got the jambalaya and the red beans on there. Yeah, I remember Ooh, take your time. Look at yeah. the camera, tell them, tell the youth. Would you say tell them what? Would you say tell them do? Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, Y'all heard it. Pure pressure podcast. Y'all tune in. And we out, bitch. We out.